There it is, it's over. The Roosters have won it. Minor premiers become major premiers. It's all at pace and oh. brilliant again. They are too good. What a try. What a match. What a victory. The Roosters, 30-6. to six. Dominant performance over our arch enemy, South. It was a great weekend to be a Rooster. Welcome to Roosters Radio. Belinda, talk us through it. What a game of football. Friday night, SCG, it was a cracker. Outstanding, boys. Great first half, not so great second half, but not a bad one. But it was outstanding to see the boys on fire. 26-0 at half time, and I think that was pretty much the end of the match. Uh, look, some amazing performances across the park for, for the Roosters. But in particular, I thought, once again, James Tedesco had a couple of drop balls, but that try that he scored, that's one of the best tries of the year. It was outstanding. It was just like back to the wing. Back to I think Cooper went short side. Cooper went Keary. inside into Kiri. Yeah, yep. and then um, and then just took off from there. Kiri to Manu. Manu with the specky. Yep. Then Bmos back on the inside. He had a great game. Morris played two hundred and fifty games on Friday night. Yeah, outstanding. Our very own Anthony Mancello caught up with Bmos after the match. Here's what he had to say. Mate, congratulations, 250 games, and what a way to do it. Yeah, it is, mate. Um, you know, I haven't played finals for a while, and, um, you know, these big occasions, everyone knows the rivalry here between Roosters and South, and, um, you know, I haven't chalked up too many wins in the milestone game, so it's nice to nice to get one, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a credit to all the boys. Like, I've, I've played in some really wonderful sides over the years, and, and this side's right up there, and really enjoyed uh, my time at, at the Roosters, and I'm, I'm super proud that I got, a, got to um, make my 250th in this jersey. Man, what about the uh, Tedesco try down that right edge? The combination with all of you guys is unbelievable. Even the pass back inside the Teddy. Yeah, mate. Uh, you know he's going to be there. So you just throw it. You just throw it, and you know that Teddy's going to be somewhere around there. And that's uh, that's just this side. Um, dangerous all over the park. Um, you know you got guys that are, are willing to play in all types of positions, and um, you know put their body on the line. And, and that there, that was just off the cuff. And um, you know guys are guys are turning up. I think you know Orbo sort of jumped in the way there and <laughs> nicked the try off me. The, the did, but, did. Um, no, that, that's the side we have, mate. Everyone's um, you know uh, you know on the ball and. Um, yeah, it's very enjoyable. I will uh, enjoy the weekend's footy, mate, and a week off next week. Outstanding. Will do, mate. Thank you. Mate. Yeah, congratulations to uh, Bmoz. He's had a great career. Speaking of great careers, Luke Keary, what about his performance? Oh, gee, you could tell we missed him the week before, couldn't you? As soon as he hit the park, he was on fire, and he's been like that all year. No matter, even if it was against Souths, Manly, whoever, it wasn't who he was playing. It's just the way he's playing, and he's an outstanding player. We dominated possession. We dominated the ruck, and, you know, really, as the scoreboard suggests, Yes, we dominated uh, the opposition. Look, there were some key moments. I thought there was a 
20 uh, in that first half. I think Luke Keary kicked it mm-hmm. from, from memory, but it just turned South around and they just, for the forwards just seemed to offer nothing. I mean, they miss Sammy Burgess, obviously, yep. but yep. Um, I even think with him, our boys were, our forwards were really going forward. Obviously, JWH had a great game. Yep. Um, at the judiciary tonight, unfortunately. Well, we're going to hear live from our Roosters Radio roving reporter, Matt Lane, who's at Rugby League HQ. So we'll talk to him a little bit later on in the show. Also, I want to mention the man himself as we stand here and look at him standing proud, sans clothes, the one and only Mitch Orbison. There's a reason why we commissioned a nude statue of Mitch uh, and his performance there last Friday night. If he keeps playing like that, we're going to commission a nude painting. I'm only looking at the top half, Coop. I'm not right. looking at the bottom half. <laughs> no, Orbo was fantastic. He uh, he kept Jimmy Roberts or Jimmy the Jet quiet all night. Uh, in defence, he made a huge play in the second half too from memory where um, I think it was on Liam Knight, he, he took the ball a metre out from the try line. Orbo just smashed him, dropped the ball, and uh, once again the Roosters got the pill. But, you know, it reminded me of a play he did last year in the same match against South where Sammy Burgess was a metre from the line. Orbo grabbed him or picked him up, drive him, and Sam Burgess lost the ball. But, uh, you know, he's just he's just such a great player and he will go down in the history of the club as one of our all-time greats. So consistent and in Orbo we trust. He was always there. He popped up in the right moments and he's just so solid, such a solid player. So we're so lucky to have had him for such a long yeah. career and keep him and, yeah, definitely a, an icon for the club. Couple of players returning. Siwa Takiaho, good to see him back. Thought he was impressive. Scored a try. And Liu, what about some the toe? Oh, outstanding! I didn't realize how quick he was. Outstanding. He hit that hole, and unfortunately, the pass didn't make it back on the inside. But he had a cracker as well. He was dominant in the first half. He mm. made some some breaks early in that in that first half. But I, I I would go as far as say that was his best game this year. Mm. Now, Coots, we had a couple of mild injuries. They say um, Cords has got his quad strain. Yeah, sounds like uh, all reports he'll be he'll be fine for uh, two weeks' time and. Uh, also, Toops had a bit of a mild groin strain as well. Mm, but they should be back in two weeks. And then Friendy. He'll be back. He'll be back. Apparently, the, he's the been, talk The talk is he's playing. Yeah, he's been um, in con- like doing some contact now yep. and, and whatnot and in full stride. So I'd say he'll be back there with his number nine on his back. Without doubt. He has to He has to start the game. And look, I know mean, we're two weeks away from, from our next game, but it, it just makes sense. He's a leader. And although he hasn't played a lot of football this year, he'll get up for this. And I think having Sammy Verrills coming off the bench, we, we lose a big man, mm. but it also adds to our attack towards the back of the you know back of the halves. So that's what you do, Coop. Put Verrills on the bench. I would, yeah. Mm. Well, what would you do? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, Bells, big show tonight. We're doing something a little bit different. We're going to give the players the week off. Uh, we'll talk to them again next week. But I thought we'd open up to the fans. You know, the fans are the lifeblood of the club. And uh, earlier this week, I put it to. Uh, all our Roosters Radio Faithful, I wanted to find the super fans, you know, the ones that get the tattoo or multiple tattoos, or they've got the man cave, or they've got the, the garage that's decked out in uh, all Roosters memorabilia. And we've we've picked a couple of uh, super fans, as we like to call them, and we're going to talk to them on this week's show. What do you think of it? Yes, and amongst those super fans, we've got Therese. Um, she is an outstanding fan. Roosters fan. Can't wait She's to been to every her. game, every game this season. Even Adelaide. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Now, this year, for the first time, we've got one of our Rooster ladies on, Kira yes. Dibb. Started the competition on the weekend, took a trip down to Melbourne against the Warriors, and um, unfortunately, we didn't get the biscuits on the day, but we're honoured to chat with Kira and chat what's coming up 
in the next couple of weeks. Welcome to Roosters Radio, Kira. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Kira, congratulations on making your debut. Uh, look, we know you've played state of origin level, but you know, this National Women's Rugby League comp, how did you find the pace of the game and obviously playing against a big Warriors pack, the, the physicality? Yeah, it was very quick. Um, you can tell that the quality of football in Women's Rugby League has gone up in the past few years and obviously Origin was an extremely tough competition, but I think coming up against the Warriors in the first NRLW game that, that I've been lucky enough to play, um, you could tell with their international experience and they were they were very talented and they hit very hard and yeah it was a, it was a good way to good way to be welcomed into the competition even though yeah we we didn't get the win unfortunately talk about the game shortly but wouldn't mind getting a better understanding of where your rugby league career began so i, I mean i know you had a great career from from touch and tag but where did you start playing rugby league as, as a little girl uh, i played in the at the king cumber colts right. yeah she's a central um, coast so girl a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a junior club on the Central Coast. Um, my family was involved in it and my brother played and so that was just naturally where I went to and then when my pathway stopped, I went to touch football um, at the Central Coast Dolphins and I'm still there to this day um, and then, yeah, didn't didn't get back into it until I got another opportunity with the Central Coast at the Country Champs this year and then North Sydney Bears and then, yeah, everywhere everywhere that followed that, fortunately enough. Now, Kira, I know I actually know your mum and dad, Mark and Lynette, and they're amazing people, but um, I was having a chat with them earlier during the year and about when you just made the State of Origin side and, and that you got signed with the Roosters. It was such a whirlwind, wasn't it? it? It came around so quick and hit you so hard. How did you take that? Honestly, sometimes I still don't think it sunk in. Um, it all, yeah, as you said, happened very quickly and I was fortunate enough to be playing among the game's best and yeah, honestly, I mean, I guess I took it all right because I don't think I've, you know, realized it yet. So I don't know. It's really cool. And one day it will hit me. Well, but when you played that game for State of Origin, it, it looked like you were, you'd been, you've yeah, done it before. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You had an outstanding <laughs> game and, and you look like a veteran. So well done on that game. Um, Thank you. From the weekend, you just mentioned before the Warriors hit really hard. H- how did you pull up after that game? How, how's your body feeling? Yeah, it's feeling all right now. Um, the day after it was a little bit sore, but I mean, that happens in elite competitions, but pulled up okay and ready for this weekend. It's funny. I was talking to Karina Brown last week and I, and I'm asked her that same question because I remember my husband used to play footy and the next day he'd be full of bruises from head to toe and you don't realize it at the time but she said yeah sometimes I wake up the next day and I got bruises all over me and um she said I actually went to the doctor and the doctor said to me are you okay what what do you do and she goes oh yeah no I'm just a football player I'm fine but um yeah you get get fairly bruised and battered don't you out there oh most definitely I've definitely got a few from the weekend but you know they repair fine and you kind of get a bit of a bruise fitness after you play a couple of weeks. So you get used to it. <laughs> now, Kerry, you're studying at the moment. You're studying exercise physiology, I believe, at Sydney Uni. How yeah. are you handling, you know, the full-time training with, with studying? You get it done. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a bit of a challenge, um, especially when they're when there's assessments due when you kind of got training on the same day. And obviously we're out and, out and about a few times a week at the moment. So it gets a little hard, but I'm really fortunate that uni is very flexible with me. Um, so if I can't get to an assessment, then they give me an extension. But you try to get as much done as you can and, you know, it's, it works. It works. <laughs> now, moving forward to the weekend and, and, you know, after the loss on Saturday, 
We've got the Broncos this Saturday down in Melbourne again. What have we got to do to win this game this weekend, Kira? Um, I think there's a few things that we can do. Um, you know, obviously being the first game as a whole unit, like it, there's going to be their challenges. Um, but I think we just need to play like we've been training. We've been training quite well and take out on the field the passion because we know that we want it and we're going to go out and get it. Definitely. Definitely take on those Broncos. Kira, one thing, one question that uh, Belinda raised the other week and we had the, the Women's uh, Business Networking event up at East League. So we talked about the progression of, of the women's game. So obviously we're in year two now and, and a great question that was asked from the floor was where do they see the game in a couple of years? Now you're a young up-and-coming player. Um, where do you see the women's game in, in say three to five years, be it more teams, more rounds? What would you like to see moving forward? Um, like the women's game, yeah, it's progressing very quickly. Um, I think that's that's an excellent it's an excellent thing to see happen. Um, but with that progression, you need to make sure that those pathways are coming through. Um, unfortunately enough, they are getting done quite well. So, in, in the next few years, um, short term, we would be hoping for you know some more NRL teams and some more of those pathways, so that there's more girls involved in the game. Um, long-term, hopefully, you know, full-time positions for the girls as athletes in this in this wonderful game. Yeah, definitely. It must be. It's just hard juggling everything, but I see that for sure. I see the the talent that is shown on the park, and it's not going to be long before these girls can go professional, get paid, and not work as hard as they do and juggle everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's going to be very exciting. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Well, Kira, thank you so much. For your time on Roosters Radio, um, our trusty 5'8", and we can't wait to see you this weekend take on the Broncos. Um, I'm sure you're going to have another cracking game and good luck on the weekend. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kira. Thanks, Kira. Well, Bells, great to chat to uh, one of our up-and-coming female rugby league stars in Kira Dib. Yeah, that was an awesome interview with her and just to see that little bit of insight into the women's game and it's an important game this Saturday, Cooper, down there in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, it's actually probably a must win for the yep. Roosters if they want to make it through to the GF this year. I mean, we did it last year off those two losses and got in on points, but I think you want to win this. Yeah, of you course. Don't, you know, you've got to go down, you've got to win it. They're, the Broncos have been undefeated so far yeah. Yeah. since their time in the in the Women's Rugby League. So it's a great opportunity to beat them and um, it's going to be a great crowd down there. And I also just want to add – Last week we did have the Sydney Roosters Business Chamber Network and it was all about women in league and we had yourself, mm-hmm. uh, Samaima Talfa and Karina Brown on the panel. And I have to say, Bells, I know you're, you're standing opposite me, but it was a really insightful uh, discussion on the women's game. As, as someone who's watched it from a distance, i got a great understanding of what the future holds, particularly from a player's perspective, uh, the management and, and, of course, corporate support. So it was uh, it was really insightful. Yes, there's, there's so much more to come for this women's game. I mean, it's their second year in the competition and as Kira alluded to earlier, they're, they're, they're studying, they're working, yeah. you know, and they're trying to play professional rugby league. So I think when the time comes and the girls can focus more on that and and given a little leeway from the work and, and more time to focus. And I was even chatting with Karina about do you wrestle in the game mm. in, in regards to the tackling and things like that. And she said, we haven't even touched on any of that yet. So they haven't done any wrestling or and they'd love to. They're hungry for it. They want to learn. So the game's only going to get better. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. 
Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Now, earlier on in the show, we told you we were going to speak to a couple of our super fans. And uh, the, the the challenge was put out there via the Roosters Radio Facebook page to find a couple of fans that go that extra mile. And we've got a couple that we're going to speak to tonight. But our first guest is Adam Cant. Uh, Adam showed a, a great video of his, uh, of his room, and I think it's uh, his office, as a matter of fact. But I've seen Adam in and around um, the Roosters, even as far back as when I was a ball boy, Bell's. Wow. So I thought, why not have a chat to him? Adam Kent, welcome to Roosters Radio. I know you're a long-time listener for the very first time. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. It's great to be on the show. Um, I, I love your show. never miss it. And, uh, yeah, it's really nice to be a part of it. Thank you. Let's kick it off with a, a simple one. What is your earliest Rooster memory? Uh, my earliest Roosters memory was uh, was probably the first game I attended, which is back in 1987. Um, I attended that on the back of watching the 1986 grand final uh, between the Dogs and Parramatta, and I just loved that game. That was the first game I ever saw, so I said to my dad, I said, Dad, please take me to a game next year. So um, it was April uh, in uh, 1987. We went off to Brookvale Oval, and uh, sadly we lost that day, 18-10 to Manly, but uh, I was hooked. I just loved the game, and I just, just fell in love with the team straight away. So that was my, uh, that's my earliest memory of, uh, of um, being a Roosters fan. You know, 1987 was my first year as a ball boy, so I know it was a great year to be a fan. Do you remember going to many games at Henson Park? Yeah, I, I, I did attend a few games at Henson Park, and uh, and also uh, also uh, have to have uh, some um, some good and some some not so good memories of being at the SCG for a couple of games <laughs> against Canberra. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, and a yeah, pretty disappointing loss to Canberra. That's that that loss still hurts. But I'm hoping we can make that up, make make up for that loss uh, in about uh, three weeks' time. Now, Adam, you spoke about your first Roosters match. What has your favourite Roosters match been? Oh, I could probably come up with a favourite from uh, every year for the past 30 years, but I'll just <laughs> I'll keep it brief. Um, uh, you know, uh, any time we beat South is always fantastic. <laughs> uh, the um, last week's game was, was, uh, was certainly uh, very special. But um, probably uh, w- w- one of the most uh, exciting games uh, in recent memory was the 2010 semi-final against the Tigers. Um, every yes. fan remembers and enjoyed yes. that one. That was huge. And uh, and apart from that, I'd say um, last year's grand final was just so good to see our team just put it together and uh, just dominate over such a fantastic team. It was just such a memorable uh, Memorable, memorable win, and uh, it was just amazing to be a Roosters fan um, that day. It was just uh, in- incredible, incredible result. Now, your video, Adam, um, outstanding memorabilia there. Uh, now, a little bit of an insight on it. How long did it take you to gather all that, all that memorabilia and put it all together? And what do you think well, it's cost you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's cost me a lot, let me tell you. Um, well, I, I have been collecting since I started following since uh, since um, since 87. I've got many jerseys since um, since then. But um, in my office, the, the earliest piece of memorabilia was from 2002. I remember early in that season um, when they had the, uh, the the season launch, I attended the Circular Key and they and uh, I got the players to sign my my roosters poster, and uh, my intention was to always put it in a um, put it in a nice frame if we won the comp that year and um, and mount it somewhere. So um, lo and behold, we won the comp that year, first time in um, in quite a few years, and I uh, and I proudly display that on my office wall now. Um, but apart from that, I've got a, um, a signed jersey from uh, from 2013 to 2018. And yeah, let's just say that the um, the signed poster was a lot cheaper than those signed jerseys. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> of all your collection, Adam, what's your most prized possession? Um, I really like my Centurions. Um, I want to call it a poster. I call it an artwork, just celebrating 100 years of the Roosters. Um, it's signed by a few of the legends of the club. Um, 
and uh, that, that that's it's very proudly on my office wall. Um, I love that. Look at that every day, and just um, it's just proud that I have a, a team that's been around for so long and who um, who perform so well. So you just mentioned there, Adam, signed by a few legends of the club. Who is your favourite player, Roosters player? My favourite all-time Roosters player, uh, without doubt, would have to be Hugh McGann. Oh, he was just so guy. passionate um, about the club. He just tried so hard for the club. He really gave his all. I remember uh, one of the games, um, he, he, he broke his arm, but he refused to come off the field. And um, I think he may have even scored two tries that day with his broken arm. He just played with passion. He played with heart. And he really had a lot of pride in that uh, Roosters jersey. Um, he was just uh, fantastic. And he was really good to watch. And, um, and uh, he loved the club. He really did. Yeah, he's a great man, Huey, and, uh, you know, he, he's been on the show and, and a really good interview. Hey, Adam, looking ahead to the current lineup, who who stands out for you there? Who do you really enjoy watching? I really enjoy watching Victor Radley. Yep. Um, maybe I'm a bit biased because he's a local junior, but uh, he, he certainly plays well above his weight every week. Um, he's known to be, you know, certainly among the, um, the biggest hit men in the, um, in the competition. Is uh, just he, he he plays well above his weight, plays with a lot of heart, and um, and he's a passionate man. He's passionate about not just the um, the jersey, but the area that he represents. Um, I see him around from time to time, and uh, he's also a good fellow. And um, yeah, it's great having him in our jersey. I hope he's, he's a um, a lifelong rooster, as I'm sure he'd want to be. Yeah, he's a great kid and got so much football ahead of him as well. So he's awesome to have on our side, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, yeah, Adam, absolutely. in regards to kids and. Um, you know, how how are you as a rooster, how are you sustaining this through to the younger generations? You know, we need more Roosters fans to come, obviously. Um, I'm not sure if you've got – have you got any kids yourself? Well, I, I have three sons. Oh, there and, you uh, go. Three, four, three future roosters. <laughs> three future roosters. I've got a whole front row to myself. And um, I had them all wrapped up within uh, within two minutes of, of being born in, uh, in roosters' jerseys. <laughs> Outstanding. Of course, what you do for, and of course, what you do for one, you have to do for the next. So they all, and they all love those photos up until today. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, um, they 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 love their roosters gear. They love watching the roosters. They 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 sleep with their roosters um, uh, bed sheets every night. Um, my my oldest two is nine. He's um, uh, I'll say unfortunately, I think he's uh, he's going to be as obsessive, or if not, he's uh, it's already as obsessive as what I am, which um, which might not be a good thing. You didn't name any of your kids after any former roosters, did you, by any chance? No, I didn't, believe it or not. No, oh, I haven't got any right. Freddies or Craig <laughs> or, or, or um, Hastings or nothing like that, no. And, mate, finally, before we let you go, obviously our boys got the week off. Who do you think will be playing in the uh, the major preliminary final in two weeks' time? Uh, I reckon that we'll be playing Melbourne. Uh, I think Melbourne, despite the loss last week to, to, um, to Canberra, I think they're an extremely strong side. And um, they'll want to hit back, and they're going to. Um, I think that they'll um, they'll beat Parramatta quite convincingly on the weekend. So I'm certainly expecting a prelim um, on Saturday Saturday week against uh, against Melbourne, and uh, fire up Bruce's fans because it's going to be one hell of a game. And I uh, certainly expect to win. I'm very confident. Oh, here, here, Adam, mate. Thank you so much for your time today, and thank you for your support, not only on Roosters Radio but for our great club. You know, I've seen you around the place uh, over a number of years, mate, and I know you always uh, have got something to add uh, on behalf of Roosters Radio, mate. So thanks very much, and I look forward to seeing you at the next game. Oh, thanks so much for having me on, guys. I really enjoyed the show. I just wish that you did it daily rather than weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. East to win. Thanks, thanks, guys. Go to, go to the Roosters. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. mate.
Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, we've got another super fan for you, Therese Steptoe from Ingleburn. Now, I'm really looking forward to this chat because Therese has been to every game this season so far, even down to Adelaide. So, Therese, welcome to Roosters Radio, every game this season. How, how's it been for you? I loved every minute of it, except for the ones that we lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, there hasn't been too many of them, Therese, so it hasn't been <laughs> no, too <it> bad. <laughs> Therese, what motivates you to get to every single game? I just love the way the Roosters play. They're, they seem like they're a family that play together, not not complete opposite, like, like from all different families. And I love the way that Trent Robinson um, trains them and initiates them into the club. The foundation of the Roosters outdoes anybody else that I know of, and I used to be a Bulldogs supporter. Oh, wow. So you've come over from the Bulldogs to the Roosters. It, what What made you transition there and how long ago was that? Uh, around about 40-odd years ago. Oh, wow. Nearly 50, nearly 50 years ago, actually. So, Therese, I have to ask, what's your earliest rooster memory? Uh, now, um, I used to always love Russell Fairfax because we used to be always in love with his long, long hair. <laughs> <laughs> On end off the field, uh, hey? <laughs> uh, I go right back to Russell Fairfax when when he, when he I first came over. Because Roosters, it's a little bit of a story behind it. Um, I grew up in Campsie and everybody was Bulldog supporters. Yep. So um, my brother used to be a friend of Graeme Hughes and Hughes Boys. We used to all play, muck around together. When they used to play for Canterbury, that's how come we still followed Canterbury. But when Canterbury went to go to Super League, I dropped out of it because Roosters was always my second team. Right. So, and I was actually born in Randwick, but I wouldn't know much about it. But I always liked Roosters as my second team. So I switched over to them and there's no way in the wide world I would follow anybody else. Well, I'm the same with you, Therese. So <laughs> now I, I went to Trent Robinson's night in at the SCG. Yep. And the emotions that are in what he said brought tears to my eyes. Now, Therese, one of the great things you do for, for fellow Roosters fans is you actually host them. So if there's uh, people from interstate who, who come to a home game, I believe you, you give them some accommodation. Can you just uh, give us a bit more detail of, you know, when did you start doing that and, and where's some of the, the crazy places that people have come from to, to watch a Roosters game? Well, I've, I, I actually only started it this year because last year I went to Adelaide and I went to quite a few of the games. I didn't get to quite as many games as I did this year. But every time I went and I would come to the game the following week and the people that I was sitting with, oh, I wish I'd known you were going, I would have come with you, like to Canberra or Newcastle, those sort of places. And I said, well, I'll give you my phone number. If you want to go, I'll give you a lift. You know, I've got the company. I, look, I don't, don't have usually anybody going with me. And I said, I enjoy the company and um, it happened that I gave a lift to a lady up to Newcastle and on my way uh, up there, we picked up a couple of uh, Rister supporters in Gosford because wow. they had no way of getting there. So, you know, it, it just sort of started this year. But uh, my home's always open to people from interstate 
or something like that, even if I don't know them. That is awesome. That's, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. The, you know, um, family it just right helps there. certain. Well, my attitude is I go to the games every week and if they come down here, it just saves them a bit on accommodation. Good on you, so Therese. I've always got a spare bed. <laughs> now, I, and I just want to hop in here because uh, it kind of dovetails into what you said when you heard Trent Robinson speak. So for any East fan or Roosters fan that's been lucky enough to hear Trent talk, he talks about our club having soul, and I'm sure you would have heard about that uh, when he did his discussion at the SCG. So I think you uh, epitomise what it means to have soul and to, you know, drive people uh, to to games and and to even offer up your house for them to stay. I reckon that is unbelievable, and I tip my hat off to you. Well done. (laughs) No, no, well, I don't think anything of it. So I just much prefer to get as many supporters to the game as I can. Now, moving on to our current crop of players, uh, have you got a favourite? And uh, is there anyone that you'd like to meet that you haven't? Because I'm sure we could arrange it. Well, I think I've met all the boys um, in like with the signings and that sort yep. of thing. My favourite at the present moment is Cooper Cronk. He is oh. just absolutely unbelievable. And what he went through the grand final last year, I uh, couldn't imagine anybody going through. So he's only two games away from retirement. Have you have you got a second favourite? Who, who are you going to uh, who are you going to put all Teddy's your attention on next favorite. year? Teddy's my second. Oh, he's everyone's favourite. Teddy. <laughs> he's yeah, everybody's favourite. Can't favorite. help but love yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, they're um, like I said, those boys have just sort of. I don't know. They're just more like family than anything else. I think when they get together, so, and they just have that, that harm, harmonious connection with their. When I, like last week when I was watching that game, I could not believe the tries that they scored. Oh, here, here, yeah, they're outstanding. Well, that was a great game of football last Friday night for sure, but. Looking at going back-to-back this year and having that awesome win last year, in your 40 years' experience as a Roosters fan, what was your favourite Roosters grand final? Well, grand final was 2013. Ah, when they touched up Manly. Yes. Yep, yep, loved it, absolutely loved it. So is this going to each and every game, how long has that been going on? Is this your first year? This is the first year I've been able to do it. Great. Fantastic. I've been to Adelaide every year. So and we're, we're off to last... Perth next year. Yeah, but that might be a bit hard with because uh, I'm a pensioner, so I don't know whether I'm going to be able to afford it. So I'm trying to save my bickies. Good on you. <laughs> well, Therese, it's been an honour speaking to you today and thank you so much for being a great super fan for the Roosters. You definitely bleed red, white and blues, so it's awesome to have you on the show and we look forward to winning that GF this year. Oh, I hope we do. (laughs) Back to back. Be great. As we say here at Roosters, East to win and thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And, of course, no football for our first-grade team this weekend, but there's plenty of Roosters running around the joint on Saturday. We've got our jersey flag. They're playing the Raiders at 7.15 down there at Cogra Jubilee Oval. And, of course, our women taking on the Mighty Broncos 5.05 kickoff down there at Amy Park. So a couple of games to cheer on the Red, White and Blusters. And, yes, we don't know who we're going to be up against next weekend, obviously, waiting to see the result from the game on Saturday night. Well, who do you think, Bells? Who do you think? Storm and uh, Para. Oh, look, I would love to see Parramatta. 
Um, yep. It's just the storyline behind that. However, I think the Storm are going to be too strong. They're mm. going to come off the back of that loss firing. Yeah, I agree. Especially home game. Yep. You know, they, they're ticking all the boxes down there. So I think we'll take on the Storm next week. I think I agree. Speaking of storylines, Bells, the big story coming out of tonight is JWH's appearance at Judiciary. And just like last week, we've got Roosters Radio's roving reporter Matt Lane on the scene reporting live. Matt. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here, Silk. And it seems to be, yes, a different week, but the same story. Hargreaves finds himself back in the hot seat with another grade one charge for a trip on Rabbits, James Roberts, late in the game. I'm about to head back in, and at the moment, he's just getting cross-examined again. But I'll head back in, and I'll give you the report as soon as I know any more. Fantastic, Matt. That is so good to get those live updates, I'm telling you. Oh, look, he's got a future, that young kid. He really does. <laughs> I don't know if it's a court reporter or uh, if he's going to be on Roosters Radio. <laughs> Jared might keep him in a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for another episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our special guest, Therese, Adam, and, of course, Kira Dib. Get out to the Roosters games this weekend, and as we say each and every week, East to win. Roosters.